Time to get down to business. What we came here for. This is true business happening today. Today, we have another bonus episode for you guys because we love this stuff. So today, we're going to be covering La Selección de México. Oh, yeah. And what we believe that needs to be, should be, their starting 11 against Poland, right? The first game of the World Cup that they have. Not what Tata will put, but what we think should be there for them to be successful. I have some subs that they should be doing. So we're getting that deep. And then I have a couple of notes on on what I think I think you said you did too. What we think will be different versus Argentina to do well. Yeah. So we'll get right to it. But yeah, uh, I I saw from our uh, some of our numbers on Anchor and on Apple Podcasts that when we release the first bonus episode, we were getting some good numbers. Like nice. it was already passing like that week's regular episode in like one day. Wow. Shout out to you guys. So shout out to you guys. If you guys love them, let us know. If you guys have topics, let us know. Jump into the Discord. We're going to start asking folks in there. Because we love doing this, you know. This is what we're here for. This is all I got going. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, let's let's get right to it. Cesar, I'll let you go first. You'll do the honors. Starting 11 from Ochoa, I mean from your goalkeeper forward. Uh, The goalkeeper. Uh, Let's talk it. Let's do it. Okay, so for my goalkeeper, I have Guillermo Choa as a starter. A left back, I'm going to go with Gerardo Artiaga. And then Good. the two center backs, I have Cesar Montes. And I'm going to go for Hector Moreno. I think Hector Moreno being that experienced, quote-unquote, like what Rafa Marquez was, I think the back line needs an experienced defender. And Cesar Montes is this youngster, um, good defender, tall defender. That's going to be Compañándolo. And then on the right side, I have Jorge Sanchez out of Ajax. And the midfielder, I have Edson Alvarez. At the six. Lock it down as a six. And then I have Luis Chavez Mm -hmm. because of his good run that, that he's had at Pachuca, I feel like for me, this one was really one of the two hard picks that I had because I feel like La Selección Mexicana needs a box-to-box transitional player. Um, And I think he's been the one that's been most in fit. I was debating between him and the guy from PSV, Eric Gutierrez, Mm -hmm. who's also box-to-box transitional player, but... I like this guy. This guy is atrevido. Um, he has that. He's faster, I feel like. And he has a really nice tiro de media distancia. A left hook. Lefty. Too. A lefty, yeah. yeah. So I think he's going to do well. Mm-hmm. And then next to him, I'm going to put Carlos Rodriguez, which may also be. A Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. Because I want that creative. I want that 10 vibe that can filter these balls that can you know, come up with something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the right side, I have um, Chucky Lozano, mm-hmm. interchangeably right or left. I have Henry Martin, and I am going to put Alexis Vega. If if Raul Jimenez is not well, is not fit, then Henry Martin going there, and then obviously, si el Tecatito Corona is not going there, then 
Alexis Vegas there. I don't think either of those, the latter ones, Raul Jimenez or Tecatito, are going to be able to make it. You know what's interesting? What? We have the exact same no. lineup. Yep. That's crazy. So we're going to have to create some drama out of nothing, I guess, <laughs> here. But yeah, no, yeah. I agreed with every point that you were making. I just wanted to make sure yeah. you got the time to give your logic. <laughs> yeah, another one would have been Luis Romo from that box-to-box player that... Instead of who? Instead of uh, Luis Chavez. So you would have Edson, Charlie, and Luis Romo. Edson, Charlie, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just really hard to pinpoint, for me, that other box-to-box player. It could be Luis Chavez, it could be Eric, or it could be Romo. But who do I really want there? So let's pick at that to create some drama here, I guess. Right, because... So then, realistically, Mm -hmm. I I think I would play devil's advocate and tell you realistically the other option is going to be Andres Guardado or Achache. Right, right. Because of the experience. Because of the experience, because and they might take out one of our three and be there day one. Okay. So so this is what we think would be the best, right? Yeah. But realistically I think Andres Guardado might be there and I think Achache would be on the bench. Um uh but I do th- yeah, I think great minds. I think that's why we were thinking kind of similar. But I do have Charlie Edson, Luis Travis. I think Charlie finished the season pretty well with Cruz Azul. Yeah. He's been out of the game for a bit. But he's been at the Concentraciones, right? Luis Travis had the longest run out of all these yeah. by winning it. And the best run. I think he killed it. I think he deserves to be there. And I think he deserves to start. And Edson is 1,000% should be starting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I just I don't wouldn't think I wouldn't put, touch Luis Romo <laughs> unless yeah. needed. Yeah, exactly. So I wouldn't put I didn't even think of Guardado or Herrera because to me they're slow. I mean, against Argentina, what are you going to do? Yeah. Sit and just wait for them, but then you have these two. Yeah. We are talking that, Poland here though. Right, right. And even in Poland, like, in Poland, va a ser más abierto el juego. Va a ser al, al quien quiera ganar. So yeah. you can't, I feel like, I can't rely on these old heads putting in the work to go box to box and still have the legs to win those one-on-one or th- those duels and then putting long crosses or through balls. Like, I just don't feel, I don't have the confidence in either Guardado or Herrera I think do that for me. I think Herrera, one thousand percent. I would not have that confidence in him. Andres Guardado has been playing uh, more with uh, Real Betis. The other day, he didn't get subbed out, which he usually gets subbed out pretty early, or comes in as a sub, and he just hit his like five hundredth game right. in Europe, right? So, if there were one of the two that I would, if it were pick your poison, yeah, I would, I would do Guardado. Andres Guardado. Yeah. So, so we went kind of out of order there um, with the mid. But I think we have a, a good similar idea, right? I think yeah. I might have a little bit more confidence in, in some of the old heads, but I think at the end of the day, we we both think that, that they should go against Poland with a young squad Vibrant that can move. Squad, yeah. Yes, that's the biggest thing. Charlie covers, I think, some of the most space in Liga Mekis, mm-hmm. and I think he has that little bit that we always talk about needing that creativity yeah. to link up with the forwards. Luis Chavez has that too, and he has a great left foot. Yeah, and he has a really good through ball. Like, he, and but he's more of a workhorse. He's more of the engine that the yeah. club needs. 
Edson is really good at defending and being that strong, like, defense, center defensive mid. But you still need that person that's going to go up and down the field. True. The back line, we're both, I mean, Ochoa, we're all good there. Yeah. But the back line, Jorge Sanchez, uh, Cesar Montes, Hector Moreno, Arteaga, I think we're pretty aligned there. Why did Ar- you go for Hector Moreno, not Araujo? I, I think what you just said is interesting because we there's nowhere in here the talk of Johan Vasquez. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah, I know. Because last year, how good he did with Henoa and the amount of minutes that he was getting, everyone had him at the top, right? And then Tata was kind of the one to say, no, not in my book, right? Yeah. And didn't play him. But now he's not playing. Mm-hmm. And now Tata also says, no, not in my book. But I think now fans are aligning more with like, the, eh, maybe we shouldn't play him because <laughs> he's not playing, yeah. right? But Moreno, leadership. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. exactly what you said. That leadership, I'm hoping he's what Carlos Salcedo was last time. Carlos Salcedo did really good against Germany in that big game. Yeah, he like, was playing as a right back that, uh, that game. Yeah, so like I'm hoping it, that's what Mexico needs, that leadership. Edson should have a great World Cup because he, he had some mistakes in the last World Cup. He was able to learn, right? But they need that older head there that Rafa Marquez was that Chicharito has been, like, that kind of vibe. And the only one in that whole damn thing is Moreno. Yeah. And Ochoa, but Ochoa can only do so much from the keep. Yeah. And then um, we saw it against, I think it was against Peru or Colombia, where oh, Kevin you, Alvarez you lost told me the ball. It was Peru when he yelled at Kevin, right? Yeah, yeah you told me and that. when he yelled and demanded, you need to do better. Yeah. And that's when I was like, no, Hector Moreno, we need him with the experience. We need him for the leadership, for that voice in the locker room that says, hey, guys, we need to leave it all on the field. True. So that's why I went over him instead of Araujo. And then Hector Moreno won the U-17 World Cup. Yeah. He he knows what to do, right? He knows, he knows how to win. A lot of time in, in Spain and Europe. Germany. The the good thing for him is that he was able to leave Monterrey where yeah, he started playing a little bit more towards the end, but he wasn't one thousand percent the undisputed starter with some of the players that they have there and is now fully concentrated, right? So one can only hope that he gets there more fit than he was because of game readiness wasn't on his side and um with the team there. So, yeah, hopefully he gets there at a good moment. But if not, I think I wouldn't be too mad if Araujo started with. Yeah, but, yeah, it should be Moreno. Yeah. Araujo. I feel like Araujo does not have that presence. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, that's starting the top three, I think it's where there's maybe a little bit of buffer in other people's choices. Chucky Lozano plays on both sides, right? But he's been killing it on the right with Napoli. Alexis Vega preferably has been on the left, so you can cut and hit with the right. So that kind of puts Chucky on the right. Yeah. Um, so I think those are beautiful picks there, but some people might put Uriel Antuna to start. Yeah, yeah. There's even some people that said well, before Chucky got on this hot streak recently that he should start over Chucky because <laughs> uh, yeah, because right. with Selección, Antuna is usually a different beast, right? Yeah, he got that PK against Colombia. Yeah. But... I don't know. I still don't. But yeah, you got to respect Chucky's the hierarchy, the freaking, the the gameplay that he's had recently, the level of play that he has had. Like he's been killing it. Um, 
And then Henry Martin up top. I don't think you could take it away from him unless Raul Jimenez comes back, kills it in in the concert in like the in the alto rendimento and the concentrated groups that they have. The only person I could see him taking taking it away from him is Raul Jimenez. I don't think Funes Mori should take it away from him. And then I mean Santiago Jimenez should not because he hasn't been playing that much and who knows if he'll even go to the World Cup at this yeah. point now. It all really de- comes down to Raul Jimenez and how he is. But even then, I feel like Raul Jimenez shouldn't go. Even if he does recover from his injury, he hasn't had that game game time. He should have been good probably like a month ago and had this whole month of October to be match fit and match ready. So I think now it's not really fair to take him. I, to I, take him to the World Cup at all? No, he's I, gonna be there. I know. That, but that said, if he's if he's good enough to play in any way, shape, or form, that he's gonna be there. Which well, that's out him. of him and Tecatito, I would prefer him. But it sounds like he will be there. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm with mixed emotions there. I do respect. I I see how um, Tata is taking him because of El Proceso. He's respecting the process that he started. But, again, how good is he going to do when he hasn't had that game time? Well, at the same time, if you can register him by that date, he'll be there game two against Argentina, game three against Saudi Arabia, like, with extra rest, right? Or with 10 minutes in the first game, 20 minutes in the second game, 45 minutes in the third game, right? And that's how you get kind of at least somewhat game fit. But like it's not just about like uh whether he'll be one thousand percent ready. It's like can he be good enough to be the sub to Henry Martin? Which yeah. a lot of people would probably prefer that over Funes Mori. Right? Like well, the immediate backup. That's that's another thing. Like I'm thinking also against like Poland. Mexico always has struggled with corner kicks. And we've seen it time and time again. We saw it against Sweden big time. Mm-hmm. Okay. And against we, the U.S. Against the U.S. The two finals. Yeah. Funes Mori has is tall and can head her really well. Okay. I know that you, you can't just put a player because you want him to defend in corners. But that's an advantage. And to Mexico, that's a bigger advantage to have somebody like that on the field, unfortunately. And Raul Jimenez physically cannot hit her anymore. And and it's just traumatized yeah. after what happened to him. Well, I mean, it also might affect his health if he yeah. tried to. Uh, um, so it's just hard. It's all of these factors kind of coming down to the wire for him. Yeah, true. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, but let's switch it up. Tell me, who on the bench would you put in tactically? You get five subs this World Cup. I believe it should be aligned with the FIFA rules. I'll, I'll tell you my five first since you told For me sure. your lineup. I, I the, So the first sub that I would do off the bench would probably be um, Orbelin Pineda for Charlie Rodriguez. Okay. I think Orbelin is having a great moment right now with AK Athens with the homies over there. Shout out Agustin. Shout out Matias Almeida. <laughs> and um, I think Orbelin would do really well. He has been box-to-box with Chivas, with Querétaro. He seems to be playing a little bit more on the 10, so I think that would be 
that's where I think we'll have the capabilities to play not so much box to box, but help cover ground, but also be more creative mm-hmm. if you need that. Um, so I think if it's a tight game, I think he would be a good sub to get Charlie out, which generally if Charlie's not on that game, he's not going to be that difference for you. Yeah. Right? He's yeah. either killing it or he's kind of not he's on. He's not, yeah. Uh, so outside of that, I would I think I would change, switch out the striker. If you got Bebote there, put him in. If not, Funes Mori to kind of switch that striker position up because I do think Henry Martin's kind of like a 60 minutes type of guy. Yeah. I it, would not give him the whole game. Yeah. Not on a world stage. Switch it up. Give the other person 30 minutes. Yeah. Outside of that, Eric Gutierrez. I would put him in for Chavez, for Luis Chavez. And uh, he can help a little bit more defensively. Probably really close to that, I would put Andres Guardado in for Edson. A little bit closer to the end of the game. And then switch Guti to center defensive mid. And let Guardado be a little bit more free. A little mm-hmm. bit more creative. Which is kind of what he does with Betis. He doesn't do the dirty work. That's kind of Guido Rodriguez and Carvalho sometimes. Yeah. And then... Throwing one more out there, probably Antuna for Alexis Vega, and then switching Chucky sides and yeah. just kind of seeing what Antuna can do. But that would be also depending on the the result at the time. Right? Yeah, that's so. That's this would be the probably be this would probably be if it's tight or if Mexico's win. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Kind of goes along the lines of what you said. I'd switch out maybe Charlie Rodriguez if we're winning. Let's let's say. I'd change out Charlo Rodriguez for a PSV guy. Eric Gutierrez. Eric Gutierrez. And kind of keep my line there. I would maybe also do a Antuna for Alexis Vega. Uh, maybe if we're winning again, kind of trying to hit that counterattack. And also the, the, the striker, do a Fones Mori for Henry Martin. And I think you had a good shot with Guardado. I think I'd keep my my two center backs and Edson in, kind of create, keep that same triangle there and keep it stable. And if anything, if I need to switch out. So who do you put Guardado in for? For Luis Chavez. Okay. And um, I would. That's if, kind of position for position. Yeah. Kind of a thing. And yeah. if need be, um, if we're struggling on the left, left side with the right wing from the other team change out Gallardo for um, Arteaga. Arteaga or wow. or on the right side Kevin um, Alvarez yeah. for Sanchez but I, I for sure I don't think I would move my my three my triangle my two center backs and my center defensive mid keep that structure there and then depending on the game how the game goes if I need to be more defensive for sure Eric Gutierrez needs to come on for the manpower and if we want to be defensive and counterattack, I need to put Antuna in for the speed, create something there. And then so from the from what you're telling me, it sounds like Chucky, Montes Moreno, Ochoa are like your your untouchables in and, yeah. and Edson are like the untouchables need from to be there every break. ninety minutes. Yeah, I mean at least for the first game. Yeah, I from my side, I would I would probably add Artiaga to that because I do think. He has that explosive explosiveness down the line that I think you don't get as much on the other side with Jorge Sanchez. I think he is learning more of that with Ajax just by the nature of their system. Yeah. But I think, uh, and Arteaga scored against Colombia here, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I would throw him in as saying, like, unless he's huffing and puffing at the end of the game, 
like I would leave him in there to do that up and down. Like I, I would have yeah. the confidence that he would do that. Um, yeah, but I think the biggest changes would come in the mid midfield to freshen up the the squad. Yeah, especially with the four three three, right? You got to switch up that mid because they're gonna be running everywhere. So yeah. what what do you see different from this starting lineup versus a starting lineup that would go up against Argentina? How do you do? Oh. You have any? What would you like to see there? Who would you move around? I would have, I would want a more defensive side. Mm-hmm. So I'd put Ed Gutierrez instead of Charlie. And I'd have, probably then, I'd have Guardado for the experience in the midfield. And then my top three would be Funes Mori. On the right side would be Chukilusano. And on the left side, that's when I would put Antuna. Because my idea for that Argentina team is, yeah, we're going to try and keep the ball. But we also want to have a block who can defend and hit the counterattack when we can. Defend the corners, attack the corners with Funes Mori. So that's kind of my idea. The back line would stay the same. um, And my goalie would stay the same. Edson would still be there. But that would be kind of my changes. Interesting. For me, the only change that I would make would be uh, Eric Gutierrez instead of Charlie. So that Luis Chavez does that dirty work. Um, Edson and Eric basically play the exact same position for PSV and for Ajax, right? Yeah. Um, so I would like them to get stuck in and kind of work out from the middle. Um, and then Luis Chavez kind of do everything in between. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good shout too. Yeah. Luis, Luis Chavez. Yeah, and the reason for that is because obviously Argentina stacks that middle and you're going to have somebody that's going to have to keep an eye out on Messi at all times. Yeah. So I I think Chucky, Henry Martin Vega up top would be fine, especially if they get a positive result out of Poland. They usually say, uh, equipo que gana no se toca, right? Like yeah. Try not to move things true, around. True, true. But if you're playing more aggressive against Poland, I think you inevitably have to move something around, and that's where I would put Eric Gutierrez to help out a bit. It, it might look really parking the bus like, yeah, but that might be a similar strategy that Tata might be trying to play to at least get their feet on the ground. And and putting Eric Gutierrez doesn't necessarily mean you're you're giving up on the play, right? He scored goals for PSV and. and yeah, the Europa qualifiers, right? And so did Ed, Edson. Yeah, so, so so they got that good play, but you do lose a lot of transition play out. Yeah, uh, and you would probably need a little bit more Chucky and Vega to build up at the back than you would. Uh, and maybe you're right. Poland. Maybe that's where Luis Chavez comes in, where he can, you know, take off. Yeah, good notes, man. No, yeah, but that would be that would be good. I don't think that that will have too many adjustments for the Saudi Arabia game to be honest with you I think whatever works for him in the first two will probably be what he takes into that mm-hmm. and I think at that point it will either be Mexico sitting pretty or Mexico's looking very bad yeah so like uh, are you we'll going see against how that goes. Saudi Arabia kind of pile on or if you're doing bad yeah I think I think we we're really similar on both of those lineups right yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to see how they play out. Like I said, I think the biggest difference between our lineups and what Tata actually does is going to be how much he respects that older center mid with uh, the older overall mid yeah. with Ache Ache and with Guardado. 
And Achaachi used to be that box-to-box player who was also had that touch of creativeness to him. Yeah. So it, I get why he would want an Achaachi there, but Achaachi is not there anymore. He's, he's also been nursing an injury with Houston Dynamo, so it's not good that he has that injury, but it might move Tata's eyes elsewhere, which I think the the exact position would be Luis Chavez. Yeah. That's what we want. I think he's the guy right now. He's the guy. But yeah, that's that's what we got for you guys. Let us know what you think. Let yeah. us know what you think. Tell us your starting eleven for Mexico. Tell us who we missed. Rayo nos la madre. Uh, the, in the Discord is, only. Andale. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see how it goes for Mexico. We'll do more of these bonus episodes. Let us know the topics that you want. So a lot of a lot of exciting stuff coming. Talk to you soon. Bye. Peace. Peace.